I'm Libby Rothschild, former clinical dietitian who transformed into a full-time virtual business owner. It was only one year ago when I made $55,000 a year in my clinical job. And now I make $100,000 a month being my own boss. And you can do this too. My clients, who are all female dietitians and students, started from zero and created six-figure, multi-six-figure businesses by following my proven method. And they've all been guests on air. My proven method shows you how to attract cash paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. I'm excited to be here today with Mallory Spenlove, a weight loss coach and registered dietitian. She's known on Instagram as the weight loss dot habits dot nutritionist and owner of daily habits nutrition mallory has been a dietitian for one and a half years and has been working in public health as a diabetes and heart disease project coordinator where she runs an in-person and online group course to help healthy habits mallory has personally struggled with weight loss and has experienced all of the confusion that searching for weight loss solutions online can bring After yo-yo dieting for years, she has shifted her approach from looking for a quick fix to developing weight loss habits that help you lose weight and keep it off. In her private practice, Mallory helps women to create individualized weight loss habits to finally lose their weight and stop yo-yo dieting for good. Mallory's plans for 2020 include consulting to work with women one-on-one and creating an online group course to help more women create the change in their lives and empower them to lose their weight and keep it off. Where can we find you? If you could just remind us on social media, Mallory. I am at weightloss.habitsnutritionist on Instagram. And my website right now is dailyhabitsnutrition.com. Excellent. All right. And so if we could just know, I know, uh, I mentioned it in the bio, but if you could just tell us a little bit more about your nutrition philosophy so we can get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. So I am much more likely to help clients with creating healthy habits. When it comes to nutrition, people come to me with a ton of questions. They're always super confused. I've been confused myself. And so when it comes to nutrition, I feel like the best approach is whatever's going to work for the client or whatever's going to work for you. So building habits that can last are really the best way in order to help people get to those goals that they have. Excellent. And when you say habits that last, can you identify or discuss maybe one or two of those specific habits? Yeah. So some of the clients I've worked with recently have been working on creating more balanced meals and adding more protein and vegetables so they stay full longer Another habit is going to bed at a time where they can sleep for eight hours because when it comes to sleep, it affects our ability to lose weight or it causes us to gain weight if we don't have enough of it. So those are some of the individualized habits I'm working on with some of my clients right now. Fantastic. So what you do is you help your clients identify an individualized habit for their lives, their specific lives based on what they need the most. And then you hold them accountable to following through with that habit to help support their weight loss goal. And you can relate with them because you've been in their shoes and identified or you've experienced similar situations. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Fantastic. That sounds great. And can you talk a little bit about your journey, specifically your business journey? What helped you come to where you are today and create this business and the clarity with your messaging with regard to number one, the woman you're serving, and then number two, how you relate with this woman? Yeah. So when it comes to weight loss, I 
as we've mentioned, have struggled with it myself and have definitely looked for as many quick fix solutions as I could when I was younger and before I had gotten into the realm of dietetics. So I was always searching for the best way to lose weight fastest and it wasn't working as tends to go with most diets. So I was trying to find a way that I could help myself to lose weight, but do it where it wasn't going to affect my mental health because that's been a problem for me as well. So when I went into school and did nutrition and dietetics, it was really helpful to figure out what I could do for me to create those sustainable habits. And then I decided that it was super important for me to share what I learned with other women that were like me and that are struggling with that right now, because it's really not a fun place to be. And how did you get more clarity when it comes to positioning yourself on social media? Can you walk us through that process of how you took the personal experience, the ideas, and you, you found the women, but how did you relay that information online? Yeah, so it took a lot of mental work on my part to figure out that that's who I wanted to work with. It's always been in the back of my head, but I had gotten so many stories in my mind from preceptors in my internship and teachers in school. And even my parents were always talking about different things where it fogged up my messaging and how I wanted to help people. And so I really had to dig deep and figure out what it is that I want to help women with and what's helped me the most in my own journey and be able to find a way to share that. So most of that is listening to how other people talk to me and seeing what they're struggling with and helping them find solutions and dispel some myths. Yeah, that's excellent. And so the process that you applied to help you do that, to listen to your clients and listen to people who's ha- who have the problems that you solve, can you walk us through what you did for that? Like what specific things helped you? Was it, you know, talking, getting clear with the ideal client, mapping out the content, vulnerability? If you could just share some specific examples of like the how-tos. Yeah, so when I first started my Instagram, it was a while ago. And so when I started working with you, it was really just a hodgepodge of personal and a little bit of nutrition. And so I had to figure out who I was talking to and figuring out which ideal client that would be. Because when it comes to business, if you're talking to everybody, and we learned this recently at my full-time job, you can't talk to everybody because then no one listens. So you have to figure out who's the one person that's going to benefit the most. And I sought those people out and I called them and asked them questions and said, Hey, what are you struggling with? What can I help you with? And I was able to build that into my Instagram. And right now I've been doing at least a month's out of planning. So getting into what I want to put on my content and in my feed, I've really just been doing some brainstorming and looking at those calls I've had with that ideal client, what people are commenting on my photos with, what they're saying in the DMs, and putting that into that brain dump and figuring out from there, how's the best way to portray this information in a graphic or a word board so that I can help those ideal clients better. You've Um, done such a fantastic job. It's really impressive. And I also love how you show yourself 
and how you include vulnerability with the journey because it makes what you do very relatable and it helps humanize the experience of what you do and that just makes it unique, right? Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about like how and when, like what happened to cause you to be more vulnerable or what did it feel like or in summary, how did you approach your feed then versus now? Meaning now you're planning ahead, you're you know getting that brain dump of the words people say and doing the research. So I understand that's what you do now, but if we were to look back, how did you used to approach Instagram and what, what did that look and feel like in the past? Yeah, so I had no strategy before I got started with you. It was just whatever popped into my head would go onto my feed. And a lot of the time that was pictures of my cats or pictures of what we were eating for dinner or what was in my garden. And so I would get random people following me and then they'd unfollow me. So that wasn't super helpful in growing my following at all. And it took a lot of digging in to figure out how to be vulnerable because it's again with those, I heard stories from other people where you don't share stuff like that online. It's not something that you should do. So I had so many shoulds in my head and different stories that people were telling me. And it was holding me back from actually being myself and giving out the information that I knew could help other women. And I really had to work with you on that. We had our call that day and digging in to figure out what in my story I should share and could share that would be helpful for people. And how have people received that level of vulnerability now that you've, you know, uncovered that and you've, you know, reached new levels of depth with your ability to connect? Like what has that brought your business in addition to more clarity with creating content? Like what else? Meaning with the way people receive you, clientele, interest, et cetera. Yeah, it was almost a night and day difference when I started being more vulnerable and sharing. I think my most popular post was something along the lines of, you can love your body and still want to lose weight. You don't have to hate your body, something like that. And that one did the best out of all of my Instagram posts so far, because that's something that I've struggled with. I know a lot of other women struggle with. And it's one of those stories that we're told, if you want to lose weight, it means you hate your body. And that's not entirely true, nor should it be in order to lose weight and actually keep it off. So it's been really helpful connecting with people. And I've gotten a lot of good feedback from other dietitians, friends, and my ideal clients saying, wow, thank you so much for sharing. I don't feel alone anymore. I I know that you understand where I'm coming from. And how does that make you feel to know that you've created content outside of cat content that's actually changing the way people think and that's aligned with how you feel and what's important to you? Definitely makes me feel more authentic and like I'm not putting on a face when I'm on Instagram. So I feel that I can actually connect with people now and they're connecting with me. So I feel like there's trust being built and they're telling me that, they love what I'm doing and keep on going. And they're giving me great support as well when they do give me that feedback. But it's been a really, really great experience to actually feel real online instead of hiding. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I really appreciate that takeaway. And it, I feel like that journey with you happened pretty quickly. You were able to shift your content and show vulnerability pretty fast. And now you're just, you know, a machine with content creating it ahead and it just keeps getting better and better and more clear and more fun and more related to the problem that you're solving. Right. So it's, it's really nice to see that. And if you could also talk, of course, my questions are about sales I understand the vulnerability has made you feel authentic and you've gotten good feedback. How has, have your efforts translated to clientele paying clients? Yeah. So I didn't have any clients until I started being more vulnerable and telling my story. And it's kind of funny. I've always been fine talking about it in person. And so it relates well when I'm one-on-one with somebody, or in a group class, like at my work, I'm really good about saying, oh, I've struggled with this too. But it's been so helpful for getting clients to actually want to work with me. And I've gotten way more discovery calls. I've sold three clients and have one that I'm waiting on to see if she actually wants to work with me, but she's the perfect fit, which is awesome. And I found her on Instagram. So I've been really proud of that progress, but it's really been different now that I'm sharing more and they can connect with me in order to make sales. This interview is so inspiring and I can't wait for dietitians to listen to this and and show up more. Really, it's just incredible to hear your journey. And if you could just talk a little bit about your process with creating content. I know you had mentioned earlier that you plan ahead now. Can you talk a little bit more specifically about how you know certain content will attract that right type of person that you want to work with? Yeah, about every two weeks at this point, I've been doing spreadsheet of all of the insights. And I got that from you from your coaching. And I fill that out typically around the 5th and the 20th of every month, just so that I know that day I'm going to do this. And then I have a schedule that I can stick to. And it keeps me a little more accountable to myself and figuring out which posts do well and get the most reach, the most engagement, and the most people that are saying, yeah, this is exactly what I'm feeling, or we need more of this. And I can see that in the comments and the different insights that I'm getting from Instagram. And then I make more of that content when I plan out my next month. And that is fantastic and phenomenal. Excellent work. And I also love how you've shared it in the Facebook group, the private group and gotten feedback. So do you feel that each time you do this, because you're getting the stats and you're getting more clear, right? With your attention to the process, do you feel that every time you make content, it gets a little bit more and more aligned with time? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And I know more of what people want to hear about. So they connect better with each post instead of, oh, that was a total miss and three days worth were a miss. Now it's most days people are really involved with the post and engaging well. It's fantastic. And so what advice would you have for dietitians who are listening, who are maybe saying, you know, oh, that sounds good, but I still don't know what to post. Cause I hear that a lot. I don't know what to post. Even if somebody has a message, even somewhat, you know, clear, I hear that a lot. And would you have any advice for somebody who's saying those types of things? Yeah, I would say don't overcomplicate it. 
I'm really good at that. <laughs> so taking a step back, take a few breaths, and then just do a brain dump because once you see what's on paper, then you can start creating posts from it. And a lot of the time, there's one idea on your brain dump that you could create five or six posts out of. And it doesn't have to be super complicated. Repetition is great for people on Instagram because they don't always see your posts and we need to hear things more than once in order to really absorb it. So I would definitely say just don't overcomplicate it. Keep things simple and keep moving ahead. Solid advice. I love that. Yes. All of you listening, we all overcomplicate. I see you. I see you listening and I know you're overcomplicating it. So cut it out. <laughs> and I just want to ask a couple more questions. When it comes to your offer, can you talk a little bit about when you were creating it, what was the biggest challenge and, and what has been surprisingly a little more easier than you had anticipated when it comes to your services? I think the biggest challenge was overcoming that overthinking part of it. I was constantly coming back to the group like, oh, I tweaked my offer and giving all of this detailed information on the process. And then a week later, the process had totally changed. And I hadn't had any clients yet at that point. It's like, well, how do I know what process I'm going to use? So once I got a client and had told myself, like, just go into the call, see what they need, and then help them figure out what they're wanting to work on, that really helped me because they really just wanted help on mindset and how to create habits. And it was super easy to give them that information because that's what I'm good at. So, so you made it simple? I did. <laughs> I simplified it. And I'm really excited because that's what works for people and that's what they need. They don't want an overcomplicated. No, they uh, don't. And, and this is such a powerful conversation because I see this time and time with my clients. This is just so typical. Overcomplicating an offer, adding all these bells and whistles that weren't asked for, and then the client becomes overwhelmed. And we have to take a step back, like Mallory said, and not only keep it simple, but think about our client and how we can best serve them. And a lot of the times it truly is just giving our time and then finding out what they want and then modifying our offer, not the other way around, not coming up with this elaborate offer that we think they want and then not validating it. So I love that about you, Mallory, the fact that you went out there and you were able to adjust the offer after you found out what they wanted and not the other way around. It saves you some time and energy and it truly is simplifying the process. Yeah, made my life a lot easier. <laughs> so that's what made it easier is finding out what they actually wanted. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it's, it's a it's a great way to approach the situation. Now, I do want to ask because of your you know full time position, how do you realistically stay committed with what you're doing and the and the success you've had with making sales, being vulnerable, creating content in a like as a process, right? And and using the group to really move forward and, and, and move ahead. How have you been able to do that? as a full-time dietitian? That is a wonderful question. I'm lucky enough that we have every other Friday off and all state holidays, the benefit of working for the state. But most of it is just working at night and on holidays and weekends and my Fridays off. So I put quite a bit of time into the foundation of my business and making sure that everything was set up and ready to go for when I am building up a clientele base. So 
in the next few months, I'm not as worried about, oh, but they're not going to be onboarded well because I can just call them and walk them through the process and it'll be super simple and say, hey, here's what you need to do instead of like, oh no, they didn't respond to the email. <laughs> so I take it day by day. I do a lot of batch work. So most of my Instagram brainstorming happens one day over about an hour. And then two days later, once I've given it some time, I'll go and create the post ideas. And then a few days later, I'll create all of the posts. So I do a lot of batch working. I take time and make sure to give myself some space from my business so that I'm not constantly working or burned out, but still getting in the time that I need in order to build the business that I want to have. It sounds super productive and those habits are going to serve you well when you become full-time because batch tasking and, and make it like that is exactly what I recommend. So you have a, a designated amount of time where you fill out your insights, where you brain dump the content, you go back and you create several posts at one time. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to do it because if you do it piece by piece, 15 minutes here and there, it's a, your brain is a little less efficient. So I think that's a really good message to send for the listeners who are saying, oh, you know, I want to be like you and I'm inspired, but I, you know, it's, I have to connect the dots, right? So yeah. you've connected them. It's all about time blocking and, and really getting um, a few different things done at one time and being efficient yeah. and, and simple. Totally doable. Totally <laughs> doable right now, but it's doable. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, any other kind of final words that you want to leave us with? I know you've already given such great advice and I absolutely love your story about vulnerability. I find you very inspirational. So thank you for sharing your story and, and talking to us about your journey and, and what's going on with you. Anything else that you think another dietitian listening would benefit from hearing? Just that if you get out there now and start before you're ready, then you have something to improve on. If you wait to start, then you never make any progress. Sounds pretty simple. Yep. <laughs> it's my motto right now. Keep it simple. <laughs> Love it. Thank you for listening. The next step to continue pursuing your journey includes applying to my next group program. You can find that on my website under group coaching and apply. You can also grab my free workbook. Also listen on my website and go through the exercises so that you can get more clear with your marketing plan, which is going to help you get one step closer to creating the money and impact that you deserve. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.